I mainly study the economic history of Japan, like starting in the late 19th century. And uh, specifically, I look at the processes by which Japan was able to industrialize. And so this could be looking at technology adoption, it could be infrastructure investment, it could be financial sector development. Uh, but so what drew me to this topic uh, was that it was very difficult for a lot of people to understand how a non-Western country could industrialize. So how a non-white society uh, managed to get rich or at least come up to the same level as other white societies. And so I'm not trying to give my ra research a racial tinge, but if I'm being honest with myself, I see the story of Japan succeeding uh, in very adverse circumstances as a parallel to what a lot of ethnic minorities have to do to navigate white majoritarian society yeah amazing that, that that's an amazing like comparison between the two and it's not a topic that has a wide market <laughs> uh given it's both historical and it's about a non-western economy or, or i mean i guess you can say japan now is a western economy but the economic history of it is not mm. And so I am very invested in this topic. Like I, I feel like there's a lot that I could still learn and do research on. But it's a topic that's not commercially uh, successful or sexy uh, in many ways. So I don't get the sense from my department that this is uh, research that they are happy with, that they would like me to produce higher impact research. Uh, and ultimately, it is my choice to leave the university. Uh, so I'll be joining uh, a university in the Netherlands where I'll be surrounded by at least a dozen other economic historians, which is extremely unusual. Uh, in universities around the world. Uh, and they genuinely seem thrilled to have me join because they don't have a lot of researchers who have an area of focus on East Asia. And so I would be contributing to their department that way. But I'll also be in a history department. So it is less about hitting KPIs in terms of how highly ranked the journal is that you're publishing in and how many uh, top five economics journal publications do you have on your CV. Uh, it's more about, we will give you the time to produce meaningful research and meaningful not necessarily in research table rankings, but you're contributing to a body of knowledge that has value in and of itself, not because it's commercial mm. or it's uh, highly cited by people outside of your discipline. Yeah. I'll give you another parallel to add on top of that. I feel like 
the environment which you're talking about, Unimelb, is portraying this, yeah, commercialised business, uh, like hitting KPIs and being number one, top of the world, um, most searched uh, academia there is. Um, otherwise, you know, you don't get treated with as much merit or the hard work quota, which is something that I assume you're facing or you're, yeah, you are facing it. Um, and I'll parallel it to the workforce and careers and this narrative of needing to do high school, uni, go into the grad role or, or go into the workforce. Otherwise you're considered like a failure or not successful or not on the right path. And it's a shit narrative. It is. It's such a shit narrative. And, um, I find myself in that boat where it's like, and maybe this is spotlight syndrome, but you know, I'm trying to do something that I love doing. And then I see all these people around me going into that narrative and that's fine. Like well done to them. And and if that's something that they want to do, then by all means. But I just think that there's this tinge of distaste that you're not, Oh, you're not looking for roles or, Oh, you don't really see the value in that. Why? Why is that? So, is there, like in your workplace, I do remember you talking about this, is there that sort of culture as well? Like if you're not performing um, KPI-wise with your academia, like do people look down on you? So the cliched phrase of publish or perish is still true. Uh, but the qualification is it also depends not just how much you publish, but where you publish. And... Economists are notorious for quantifying everything. And so we've quantified how prestigious all of our economics journals are. And you need to be publishing in the top journals. A not-so-hidden uh, not so secret is that you have a cabal running the top journals, meaning uh, if you are based at Harvard or MIT, you will get publications in these journals because these are housed at these universities. And if you graduate from these programs, you will be entitled to a publication in one of these journals. So this expectation that all economists need to publish in these top journals in order to cement their reputation in the profession. It's, it's just not fair. Yeah. It's not true. And I think Melbourne is being very short-sighted in adopting some of these practices because it wants to be seen as a world-leading institution. And to me, this actually suggests a lot of insecurity in the mindset of administrators. Because... If you're really good enough, what do you need to prove to other people? All you have to prove is that you're good enough for yourself. And if Melbourne is happy with its research, happy with the people that it has, it doesn't need to get all these accolades from other external institutions. But it reels in the money. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it reels in the money. Well, it's, yeah, it's, and I think it bleeds down that, attitude because you go into the commerce degree and there are people like questioning your majors looking down at you oh you're not econ finance or you're not accounting finance what are you doing then oh marketing management bludge subject like might as well be in arts 
those sorts of things. And you just get people like that. And I think it just bleeds down from the top all the way through to the bottom. So, and I don't know, like is, is moving to like to the Netherlands or somewhere else where like it's accepted, like a vi- the only viable solution or do you see any other ways to combat a system where it's like these things are like so looked down upon something mm. that you're passionate about? Uh, so moving is one way. Uh, I would say maybe it's the path of least resistance, meaning it's very hard to change the institution. So you may as well just change which institution you're in. Uh, so economists say this is voting with your feet. Uh, that if you don't like your environment, you change your environment. But not everyone has that option. Uh, I am very lucky to be able to have alternative employment opportunities. Uh, I think if I felt there was more solidarity with at least a few of my colleagues, that collectively we could make more of an impact. But we are taught and encouraged to be very atomistic in our interests. And I'm not saying we shouldn't see what's, what's best for us, but again, uh, if you're in a communal environment, which a university is, like we always talk about this community of scholars, uh, like are we helping each other or we're not? Like, are we all just free agents out for the best offer?